All right, Missing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. I'm Ian Hayden, an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS, and with me as always is... Katrina Christensen. A singer, a penist, a caro, a train driver with excellent manners. Oh, look at that. And you said thank you, which shows excellent manners. Actually, How many I people do don't say please and thank you anymore? I, look, I don't know, but I do think that I have good manners. Oh, before we go on. Oh, yes. Can we thank Solar Sleep, Australia's oh, number one absolutely. manufacturer of adjustable beds? Check them out at www.solarsleep.com.au. Right. Now, obviously, Katrina, today you and I, having good manners, we're going to mind our P's and Q's. Oh, absolutely, Ian. Where do you think P's and Q's comes from? Oh, look, I don't know. You had the Bible? <laughs> I don't know either. It's one well, of, did you not Google No, it? it's one of two things. It was either back in the days when they pubs had pints and quarts. And the barman used to say, mind your P's and Q's, to the barman to tally how many they were selling. And if they got rowdy, the crowd, they said, mind your P's and Q's, boys. But then in the 18th century, children were learning to write and the P and the Q looked the same sort of. They got a little ball and then a dingly bit. Okay. So maybe it's that mind. But I went back to, before the Renaissance, forks were not common. Oh. And... What did they use? Well, you had a tablecloth that served a double purpose as a napkin. Oh. Because you ate with your fingers and then you wiped it on the tablecloth. Ooh. So that, that <laughs> manners have changed there. Well, not so much manners, but probably more actions and etiquette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and I had a, a discussion yesterday with my friend, my friend Willie, who's 70-something, and I called a napkin a serviette, and he said, it's not a serviette, it's a napkin. Don't oh. you... So, you know, he's got manners. I don't know the difference. Walking... A man walking beside a woman. Oh, yes. So the man has to walk on the outside of the woman. Outside. Always, in medieval times, it was always the left side. So he could grab his sword if he needed to protect the damsel. Right. But... I grew up being told to walk on the gutter side of the yes. footpath in case a car came by and, and splashed all. Yeah. Yes. Got so, and it was a protection measure. It was. Yes. Same as it was with a sword, but that's that was the still chivalry, and to stand when a woman enters a room and take your hat off. Uh, when no hats inside. That's it. Yes, and and. I can't stand when a woman walks into a room anymore, but I was taught to, and to open doors for women. Yes. I still love it. I don't know if they do it now. And you never walk in front of a woman unless holding her hand to lead her. Right, yes. Well, I I still love it when somebody, and it can even be a woman, who holds the door open for me, because I think that that is just etiquette. It's just manners. It is. Doing it Yes, and so many people will walk through a door in front of you, even to the point where they might cut in in front of you to get out, but they won't stand there and hold the door open. And and some of these places that you go through, the, the doors are quite heavy, so they need someone to hold it open and of course you would then pay that forward for if you then walked through and you would hold it open for the next person and so and so but these days sometimes you can be the person who holds the door open and then all of a sudden people treat you like a doorman and and then expect you to stay while 20 people file through everyone just got on the plane another thing that doesn't happen is sending thank you cards no or Christmas cards for no, that No, but, but thank you cards. Yes. And, and, but it reminded me of a funny one. I went, this was 
a lunch or yeah, it was a lunch at uh, Tony Sattler and Olin Brown's place and Gary Riley and his then to soon to be wife were there and she, we were leaving and she went to the glove box and came out with a thank you card and said this will save me posting it <laughs> so she'd already written thank you for a wonderful lunch we had a great time oh no that kind of defeats the purpose it did a bit yes but, you know I, I and this is where I do have manners because after my 40th birthday party I had, had actually found a postcard that I think was actually given to me um as a thank you card. And I loved the card so much that I created my version of it. It was just, I just printed it off again. Um, but it was initially a postcard and it was of this beautiful lady in, in 1920s laying on a, um, a, a, a lounge, um, you know, sort of, a bit, sort of a bit provocative, but um, clothes, but it was lovely. Yeah. And she's going, oh, thank you. It was such a jolly good fun. And so I printed that up and I hand wrote on the back of, all my postcards to all the people who come to my party to say thank you and thank you for the present and and you know thanks for attending and that and I posted that out and I yeah and I loved the fact that I had that and I've still got that postcard so I still use it when I go somewhere that I think is was quite a bit of effort on the host part to say yeah, thank you that's a nice yeah, thing it is and yeah. but but this gift thing oh, yes. like if you're invited to dinner you oh, you sometimes talk the woman a gift but these days it's more a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine or you might take some flowers or you might... But the, yeah, flowers are nice. We got yeah. flowers the other day. When, yeah, chocolate. A, a friend of mine I was talking about, he's very rich in South Australia All right. and he likes to drink. Is he, he, is he single, Ian? No, he's, he's got a partner. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> um, but he... I was going to get my fanny flutter. He, he, he likes drinking eighty to hundred dollar bottles of wine and stuff. That's oh, his. Okay. So if he goes out to dinner, he always takes a nice bottle of wine. Yeah, right. And he took it to someone's place, and this has happened to me, where you take a good bottle of wine, mm. it gets whacked into their cellar straight away, and they pull out a bottle of your own tail or something, some rubbish from the fridge, and this is what happened. So the next time he was invited there, he decanted his wine and just took the decanter and said, "I thought it might have." so I decanted it for it now. Um, anyway. That's happened to me, though. That was on one of those dates I went on with Naked Man. Oh, awful. I took a beautiful bottle of wine and I knew exactly what he gave me. <laughs> and I nudity. left mine behind. Your nudity. And now, people who haven't listened to that story will be... <laughs> eyes, eyes will be... Boggling, and, well, and, and the fanny flutter too, because that's a reference to our last podcast. It is <laughs> now, uh, and, and oh, and, no, yeah, I and know. But um, daughter flew back to Sydney on Sunday, and it reminded me that people used to dress up to go on a plane. <gasps> they did, yeah. Yes. Not now. It's tracky dads and feet feet up on the back of the seat. Well, but. it's funny that you bring that up because my father worked for ANZ Airlines. And so when I was at university in Brisbane, I would fly home for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And the best way to get upgraded, and, and but you always just did it anyway, but yeah. you always dressed up. I always, and I was only 18 at the time, but yeah. I would always took pride in what I wore and, and it was quite well, smart and business-like and I'd always get bumped up to first class. And you mentioned no hats indoors. No. We got photos of our boy having Christmas in Canada with some new rallies that he'd met 
Three of them were sitting around the Christmas table with caps, caps on. Caps on. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah make, make Canada great again or whatever. Oh, oh, no. and, and I just went, no. No, and to this day, I still make people take their hat off yeah. if they're going to sit around my table or we're out in public. No, even my son. It, it just, I don't know if it's traditional or not, but it just doesn't feel right because that's oh, when you came rude. in out of the sun or whatever, you hung yeah, your hat up. That's right. And no elbows on the table. Don't know if people do that now. Don't eat or don't talk with your mouth full. Yes. Yes. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to thank you for that little bit and we'll be back after a short commercial break. All right. Because I've I, I, I got something else to talk about. Oh, I'm, I'm enthralled. Can't enthralled. wait. See you soon. Bye. Skilled <laughs> jobs usually mean costly training. And many parents cannot afford the expense of training their daughters for well-paid positions. But for GPO telephonists, there's an answer to this problem. I'd like to have Wendy trained for a business position, Dad. But we can't afford it. I know, Mary. And that's why I think she should start training as a GPO telephonist. And she'll be paid full salary while she's learning and always be sure of a well-paid job. Why, that's the very job for Wendy. And with the 34 to 36-hour week telephonist work, she'll have spare time for her music. I'll see the GPO employment officer tomorrow. At 673 Burke Street, you too can get full details of this attractive career for girls aged from 15 and a half to 35 years. Or you can telephone the employment officer at MY4491. Okay, welcome back. Why, thank you. Now, <laughs> as well as manners changing, Katrina, so is our language. Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yes. yes. You know, like some words that once meant something else, like awful yes. and awesome, All right, yes. come from the same meaning. Oh, do they really? Yeah, back in the old English that meant fear or terror or dread. Now, awesome means terrific, fabulous, doesn't it? Awful still means awful. Yeah, awful is awful. But it's from yeah. the same word. And back then, girl mm. was a child of any gender. What? And meat, now meat, <laughs> and meat, the original definition of meat was any solid food. Any solid yeah, food? Yeah, because they didn't meat. have a lot of words. Oh, yeah, and nice, that comes from the Latin meaning ignorant or stupid. Oh, wow. And then it became shy and reserved. Right. Then polite, refined and nice. And now it can be sarcastic. Oh, nice wow. one, Katrina. Oh, well, thanks, Ian. Yeah. Um, yes, but that's also when I think, I, yeah, I can see where that's going because you might get a gift at... Christmas time or for your birthday or oh, just a present and, and you go oh that's nice meaning you don't yeah. really like it yeah oh, that's okay. sort of Australian and English reaction oh that's nice well that's nice but Americans go oh that's nice yeah mm. yes. and, and pretty pretty that was originally meant crafty or cunning oh but now right. it means then it meant elegant or well made and then it became just Kind of, it, it, you're sweet, really. Yeah. Sort of, it's it's a softer way of saying someone's beautiful. Okay. Oh, she's pretty. Now, naughty. Oh well, 
I've, I've had my share of naughtiness. So back in the 1300s, <laughs> if people had nothing, they had naught. Yes, okay, and makes that, sense. And that meant they were poor or needy. Yes. And then it changed to somebody wicked or promiscuous because they were worth naught. And then ah. it's sort of the same it thing, is, but isn't it? Yeah, you're, right. you're a naughty person. Oh. And fantastic. Oh, fantastic. It, it came from fantasy, so it was only in the imagination. Oh. And now it just means great or fabulous, doesn't yes. it? Gay. Gay, yes, it used, it used to mean Barney Rubble and Fred Finstone had a gay old time. It but was a great they, old time. Gay old, yes. And now it means you, Whatever. you know, rub tonsils with someone of the same sex. Oh, yes. <laughs> Recent words in the language, Katrina, you've given me some of these. Oh, have I now? Yeah, you told me someone ghosted you. Oh, right, yes. That means to... It used to mean ghostwriting a book for someone when you ghosted. Yes. But now it means breaking off communication yes. without any warning. Gaslit. I don't know what that means. Well, that was used in the Lamb ad that yeah. we watched and they used oh, it wrong. And if you so haven't seen it, uh, the Lamb ad is good. It is good, the 2024 Lamb ad. Yeah. Um, so, so gaslighting is where you make someone believe something is is happening to them and it's not really. Oh, right. Yes. Right. Is that when you, someone creepy pretends to be uh, the other gender or something? Yeah, or, um, you know, making you think that something's happening and it's not. So, you know... Like, oh, yeah. Lots, lots of different things to actually unrattle you and mm. to make you feel like you're losing your marbles. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a power struggle. Woke. What does woke actually mean? Woke, I think, means like you're literally, like, really on it. Like, you're really aware of it. You're really We're aware of and racial or really sexual woke. discrimination and things like that. That's how I thought woke these yes, days was. Yeah, you, I, I, I it once it meant greeting like, the day. It once meant what? Greeting the day, you woke up. Oh, yeah, you woke up. Yeah, whereas I, I, my understanding is that it's like you're really aware of everything that's going on right now. You're really okay. up on, on the scene. So I tested daughter in the car the other day. Oh, yes. I said, do you know anyone who's extra? And she said, yeah. Extra? Someone who's over the top. Oh, God, she's a bit extra. <laughs> goat? Uh, are you on it? No. Greater, <laughs> are you on my goat? No, greatest of all time. One I like is a new. Oh no! I'm gonna. I've got to interject. You are right. Alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. Oh, okay. Beginning in the two, 2010s, it came to encompass a broader awareness of social oh. inequalities. Now, this one I liked. Thirsty. Someone's thirsty. They're trying to get it to be the centre of attention. Oh, well, oh. I guess you know. Because she, she's not only really extra; she's thirsty. <laughs> And, and the one that went in the dictionary this year was Riz. Riz. Meaning charisma. Charisma. So that she could be thirsty and extra and... And full of Riz. Full of Riz, yeah, yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound right. That sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back oh, probably a generation, but uh, do you remember when sick came in meaning good? Mm, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And then... And bad. Oh, that's so bad. Which oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then you got all these, what do you call them? OMG, LOL, YOL, YOLO. YOLO. That's their words now. People go yeah. YOLO, mm, yeah. LOL, mm, ATM. Foam, ATM, that's a machine. Oh, at, at the, the moment, moment. <laughs> yes. In my humble opinion, and to be honest, TBH. Ah, oh, TBH, yes. Okay, and now in the past, last. <laughs> Not to be confused with TBA. To be advised. Oh, right. And in the last 
podcast, we mentioned Hangry. We did. Which was a portmanteau of angry and hungry. Mm. Crunk, that's one I like. Oh, crunk. Crunk. What's that? It's a crazy drunk, someone who's intoxicated and stoned. Oh, a crunk. Right. Oh, jeez, I got crunk last <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something you well, and I will never do. <laughs> no, but I watch uh, that TV show sometimes, the uh, RBT, and oh. and more get picked up for uh, methamphetamines and marijuana than oh, they do drinking. for alcohol. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, so they're crunk. A lot of them are crunk. Yeah. Smash. Well, they're not, are they? Because you said it was... Oh, alcohol. no, but sometimes, right. they always okay. get two tests now. Yeah, right, okay. Smash. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, you used to get smashed on. No, 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 smash now is to have casual sex. Oh, right, no, you, and not avocado on toast. If you got smashed on Friday night, you you got <laughs> lucky. Oh, God, I can only hope to get smashed <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two out here that... <laughs> two here that I actually learned from eight out of ten cats. Oh, right, yes, far away. One is dogging. Oh, yes, I have heard of dogging, yes. It's having sex in a public place. Mm-hmm. And cottaging. I always thought, though, that it was two males. No, no, because, so no, because could, uh, right, Jimmy Carr has accused Susie Dent of dogging. Oh. You know, just, it's, it's more like... How does he know? Was he there? Was he the like, other dog? <laughs> it's more like hitting up on someone on Tinder and saying, do you mind oh. going meeting down in the park for a bit of yeah, dogging? Right. Bit but of dogging. cottaging sounds so nice, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, but it also sounds cringy. What yeah, is it? It's men seeking other men in public lavatories. Well, that must be the one, because yeah, wasn't that that, that's two George blokes. Michael? He was cottaging. He was cottaging, yeah. Oh, right. see, and I used to love cottage cheese, but now I, I might have to reconsider. Oh, <laughs> no, it sounds so nice. <laughs> oh, let's go cottaging on the weekend, <laughs> darling, yeah. Now... Oh, oh sorry, hang on, I've just lost my bundle. <laughs> Well, there you go. Does drizzle have another word for it? Because at the moment, I'm sitting here doing this podcast with you, looking at this beautiful garden, and it is drizzling with rain. It is. It's almost um, softer than drizzle. It is. And if you listen really carefully, you can hear the thunder in the background. Oh, okay. Here goes the afternoon. I'm going to leave you now. Oh, finally. With a (laughs) quote... Oh, okay, sorry. A quote from George Bernard Shaw. Oh, and who is George Bernard Shaw? An Irish playwright. The Irish gave us playwrights like Oscar Wilde. Oh, right. And George Bernard Shaw, he wrote a play, probably his best known as Pygmalion, which became My Fair Lady. Right. Anyway, a quote from him. Yes. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Oh, that and, is so true. And he died after falling out of a tree at the age of 94. And we're talking about eating. Mm-hmm. And once upon a time, you never started eating at the table before the host. No, never. Well, I think it happens now. It does. Yeah. Yes. Or, I, I have been and, mo- and the weird thing is, yeah. we brought up our kids eating at the table. That yes. doesn't happen much anymore. No, not at all. Because that's where you have conversation. Yeah. You sit around and you eat at the table. And yeah, you can now it's on the lounge with the telly on and yeah. they're on their phone and, yeah. But speaking of eating, I'm getting a little bit hangry because yes. it's this is our second podcast for the day yeah. and we haven't even had lunch yet. Haven't we? We haven't. Well, <laughs> let's say hooroo, have a bite to eat and see what happens. Sounds good. I'll be up for it. All Alrighty. Right. Goodbye. Hooroo.
Peter's ice cream. Don't you think it's a jolly good idea? You can't go wrong as long as it's Peter's ice cream. Watch the kiddies make it disappear. Without exaggeration, it's the health food of the nation. You can get it in the bucket brick or bone. So come along and have a Peter's ice cream. For Peter's simply. 